Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Task Force Echo, a StarCraft RPG. I am John, your executive producer here at Final Show Films. I turn it over to our game master for the evening, William. Uh, I am William, and I will be playing the role of the Caprulu Sector in this StarCraft RPG playtest. Um, let us begin by introducing our player characters. Let's see if I can do this from memory, because I don't have the stream in front of me. Joining me first is, I'm trying to think of where that would be, it would actually be up on this end, because I'm horizontally flipped, would be John. Wrong, but anyways, <laughs> I'm on the <laughs> other side. <laughs> um, you are not horizontally flipped. You are not flipped. horizontally flipped to us, you're horizontally flipped to yourself, though. Right. So, yeah, um, yeah, I'm hey. John, and I'm playing Vazaron, the Taldarim Pirate Queen. And if I recall correctly, on this end is Jeremy. Jack. I know it is. It is Jack. Okay. It's, it's me, Jack, <laughs> then Jeremy. So you were pr- pr- technically correct. <laughs> Who's going? Jack. Okay. Hi, I'm Jack. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm playing... Kordonix, the Protoss Nerezim. And then Jeremy. Hi, I am Jeremy. I am playing Dirk, uh, the, the the Terran who is not smart enough to wonder why he's he's on the side with the two uh, Protoss. Um, <laughs> I do remember that Aaron was directly across from John, so that would put Aaron up here. Directly across from Jack. From, from Jack. Either way, we don't have we don't have someone in this, Hi, in this upper. I'm Aaron. I'm playing Ava Sweet, the Terran medic, who is too smart to question being on the same side as the aliens because that would be rude and racist. And then Rachel, who's back with us again. Sarah, I'm Rachel. I'm a wise. I'm, I'm whoever. I'm who. I am whoever you want me to be, and I'm a hot mess. Have <laughs> <laughs> a good night, guys. Best start ever. I think you. I think you have beaten me now, William. I think. I, I think that is definitely worse than my worst start. I mean, the only thing that it was missing was all of us introducing ourselves as executive producers. <laughs> yeah, but that wasn't on my end. That was you guys being dicks. Yes, it was. Yeah, and I we didn't know we, I didn't know we could again. do that. Uh, I mean, you can. Whether or not it's advisable is a separate issue. <laughs> Whatever. I'm just going to make up a, job, nope, make up a job title and introduce myself as that. And just the stream goes offline for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> we just need to get you a big, like, old electrical ceramic just, switch. Just, like, put it right here. Just <laughs> yeah. Bam. Bam. <laughs> Fuck this noise. <laughs> oh. All right. So... When last we left the task force, um, they had left behind the uh, the primal zerg Cornix to reconvene. Corlash, Corlash is who you're thinking of. You damn it, is still the goddamn captain of this goddamn ship, and he is this running is the kind this of day it's gonna be, isn't it? No, Cornix was a primal this, zerg. This is the kind of day it's gonna be. Oh. It's the Vex and Vax problem. Uh, <laughs> only it's core and core. Uh, Alright. Uh, the, the primals are core lash. Uh, <laughs> to reconvene with his pack leader. Uh, and gone to meet with a individual known as the Broker, who turned out to be a Taldarim Protoss by the name of Vazaron. Uh, who is John's placement character. 
Um, they have met met to gain access to the Sons of Creation facility known as Black Site 3, which has been reported to be their head of logistics facility and primary interaction with the outside world, hoping to find information on the locations of the other two Black Sites. Uh, moving their way through uh, the facility, they managed to fight their way down to the central uh, generator room, you could call it, uh, where they did battle with an individual who appears to be one of the creations of the K project, which the party has learned was attempt was an attempt to recreate psionics of Sarah Kerrigan's level of uh, psionic ability, uh, having about including the including the assistance of Task Force Whiskey about one two three four five. Six, seven, eight, nine, yeah, ten, ten of you, ten or eleven, or twelve, yeah, twelve. Math. <laughs> twelve of you together brought down this sound <clears throat> titan individual that was throwing around psionic bolts like nothing. And we rejoin with the group of you coming down from that battle and with Ghost. And Vazaron meeting in what appears to be the main data frame of this facility. That is where I pick. Ow. Ow. Okay. Um, Ow. <laughs> so I'm going to go over and use the med pack. Okay. So, um, unless there's something else that someone needs to do first. Um, but how? Why the fuck is? Stop it, Habitica! I don't know why I clicked on your link. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure. Once I'm back said. in roll twenty, add twenty to whatever I roll to heal you. Okay. Because I haven't had a chance to update that yet. Right. Um, I'm sorry about that, and I'll definitely fix it at some point. But um, I had more pressing matters. Oh. That's why I have my screen arranged the other way around most of the time. Um, and I had gone in to see what Ghost had found. Yes. Stone. <clears throat> or, yeah, stone. Stone, stone yes. the ghost. Plus 58. So, that is above a natural 12, so if you have any crippling wounds, you heal one of them, and um, you... <laughs> Heal result not plus five, but result plus twenty-five. Right. Oh, so uh, so sixty-three. Yeah. 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 And that's probably your last healing threshold for the day. I'm not quite sure. I have one more. Okay. If we need it, let's go find another fight because <laughs> I'm feeling like I have not come close enough to death with my one hit point that I had left at some point. Didn't you actively go unconscious at one point? I'm pretty sure. Yep. Not that I'm tired, though. Hey, we fresh as a daisy. Let's do it. Oh, yeah. uh, so, okay, who else is injured? Uh, Oswald is very injured. <clears throat> Rolling for that. So Natural three, so he doesn't get any crippling wounds back. Um, 
But if we're pausing, I can use a surgery kit if he has any. Uh, 51 brings him to 65. Yunk. Hmm? Alright. So, uh, Stone. Oh, uh, Stone's voice comes over the calm. So, I've got the Pirate Queen in here with me. The rest of you might want to also get over here. That's where Cornix was headed. Yes, sir. Alright, so the... This is another fight. Stay towards the back, please. Heading off. Alright, so the... Sorry, man, that ain't my job. The the group of you convene in the... (laughs) The, the group of you convene in the computer room, and it's a, it's a relatively cramped space for all of you to fit inside, especially those of you who are in power armor, but you are all able to file in. Um, and then somebody throws three grenades in there, and none of us can move because of all the power armor, and we all die. Uh, my power armor <laughs> That's why we're not... keeping you near the door so that you can catch the grenades <laughs> oh, perfect, and throw them yes. back. My power like, armor is not cumbersome. <laughs> Uh, so, cumbersome and there are large chunks of metal in your way are two different things. So I will also differentiate. Your power armor is very cumbersome. You've just adapted to it to where it doesn't actually hinder you. <laughs> uh, anyone else wearing it would still be affected by very cumbersome. Um, but anyway, uh, as, as all of you gather in the room, Stone is pouring over a, a computer readout. So I've got the locations of these next two black sites as of right now. Uh, Intel tells us that they do move very regularly, but I've also got potential access to their data stream, assuming they don't know what happened here. Which, give it enough time and they'll find out, however. Oh, do these black sites ever interface with one another, or are they entirely independent facilities? They're mostly independent, but they seem to do. They seem they do seem to have regular data drops on updates for goings on between the black sites. But they're never in the same place at once. No, that makes too that paints too big of a target. Hmm. Pity. Three massive space fortresses all in the same place at the same time. Someone would see that. Um, certain they would. Anyways, where is our next target? Are we going straight for the big one, or are you all wanting to stop at number two next? Well, given how quickly they move, wouldn't it be advisable to tackle both at once? Assuming that. that. And aside from that, well, he looks over at Cornix. How badly do you want this this space station? Unless it's to be surrendered to the other individual authorities of the coalition, I believe a summary destruction of this facility would be highly advisable. Well, I only say that how bad do you want it, because I do have access to both rudimentary thrust control and security doors. Oh, I think I could probably fit. I think I could probably sort out its piloting requirements. Uh, looks at it, the pilot. It does um, take a crew of about a hundred to move this thing normally. I've only got access to thrusters. I can make it go up. Uh, 
I mean, we ain't got no hundred people. What's the role for, like, composure slash morality? Um, willpower, I would say. <laughs> okay. Flip a coin. I mean, I have a decent or men- or mental training if you okay use that one. can do. I mean, Stefan had a high mental training. I would not say his morality was good. Oh, and well, your his own conviction mental training his own may work morals, well for though. Ava because yes. a lot of her morality is academic. <laughs> yeah, so for you, it'd be mental training. Roll mental training. Natural. <laughs> yeah, that's a natural one for those at home. So, Ava, is Cornix visible at the moment? Is, yes, yes, he is. There is a line to be had here in that these individuals are notably seeking to cause harm to a mass number of civilians, and spacing them is one of the more humane ways to kill all of them. Yes, that is true. Ava's not... I won't explain. Um, Wait, I forgot. What species is the guy that is suggesting this? Uh, He's human. He's a ghost, so he's about... He's Terran. He's a ghost, so he's about as far from Terran as Terran gets, but... But still Terran. He's Terran. He's Terran with the side of something else, which is weird. He's Terran with a side of something else. He's Terran with a side of complete mental control that basically makes him a drone. Uh, Ava's going to... Stefan, we might want to guard the door just in case someone gets the brilliant idea to throw a grenade in there and walks out of the room. Where'd Stefan come from? <laughs> the fun, the fun starts firing. The fun just opens fire. <laughs> I stop his heart and watch him die. Now, um, I mean, I'm all for getting us up to a high enough altitude closing off certain doorways, opening up others so that it makes everything all the more delightful when people start flying out into space. Now that shit just ain't right. That's only in, it's all in your perspective and how you look at it. Like uh, Ava, you, you are you are fully aware that ghost is suggest that ghost. That stone is suggest he did it because John did it. Uh, that stone stone is suggesting this purely out of pragmatism because if you want this ship you get it cleared out and he has no real moral qualms about killing because he is an assassin <laughs> a brainwashed emotionless assassin i mean you're right it's about perspective and 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 the correct res- perspective is that just ain't right well to you maybe to anybody who's good folks oh that's right i mean I these forget- I forget. I mean, these people humans... do want to kill all non-psionics. I forget you humans need to breathe in space. Huh? I want to roll a perception check to see if he's being honest there or not. <laughs> Wait, who? Stone or Foster? Um, William, other question. You. About the... Sure, go ahead. Room. 
is it feasible for me to get out of earshot of this conversation without totally isolating myself? Uh, no, you're all cramped into a relatively small room. Yeah, I left the room, like I said. But, oh, okay. Uh, That's a 38. Oh, she, ne- she, has never, she, she has never once forgotten that you guys need air. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sir, permission to tell your uh, species mate to shut the fuck up? Well, if we are going to eliminate the current personnel and... That doesn't answer his question. (laughs) (laughs) Cornix is not dumb. Cornix is ignoring it. (laughs) Yes. As Um, well should. Once you you step outside the door, uh, sound is blocked pretty quickly because it's pretty heavy. Okay. Just gonna stay out there then. Um. I mean... Look, it's either we that. pay you in advance, we treat you with a civility, we have you turn around so you can have deniability. I am not <laughs> in this situation! Look, either we go through, either we take the Her. quite arduous time and go through the entirety of this ship killing and maiming and disemboweling and dismembering our jolly way through and bloodying up the entire place. Or, quick and clean, open the doors, dump them out, and then I have a wide variety of very eager-to-please volunteers who will come in and clean up. I should note, um, you might be able to skeleton crew this ship. Uh, you wouldn't be able to get it fully crewed. Your oh, criminal fine. organization, your criminal organization, is roughly about 150 to 200 people, and they tend to be spread out because you're an information broker. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, so the, the, the objective would be to uh, retrofit it and like like reduce mass, reduce size greatly, and retrofit it to be crewed by a smaller crew. <laughs> yeah, because like it would take almost all of your organization to crew this, and that would mean you would have no one getting information for No, no, no. The the objective would be to gut it, sell parts, and refurbish it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't need need a giant space station. We have to stay mobile. (laughs) But parts are valuable. With all due respect, there ain't one damn syllable of what you said that sounds right. I mean, we did just kill our way to get to this part. Uh, there's, there's good ways to die, and then there's wrong ways to die. Oh, now you're just talking in sentiment. I mean, I should point out that... No, I can't lie to you and say that that's painless. <laughs> <laughs> it is so not painless. It's certainly painless to us. And Vasquez is the leader of whiskey, right? Yeah, she's uh, she's in this room right now. She's mostly just kind of holding her helmet under her arm because it's got massive cracks in the visor and it's not really usable anymore. As soon as she gets it fixed, it's probably going to get right back on. Sergeant Vasquez is commanders of our gen- respective units. Who would be taking command or assuming control of a larger captured facility such as this 
in more, whatever passes for standard task force operating procedure. Well, considering that she's kind of well, considering that uh, task forces aren't exactly standard operating groups, there isn't really a protocol for what to do when two of them are working together and want to split spoils. Um, to be quite honest, though, Task Force Whiskey doesn't need this station. We've actually got a battle cruiser. Very well. Well then. And also, we're a bit more of an insertion force. We're more on ground ops. That said, I mean, I'm sure that that Project Unity could use this station for something. And it is our job to kill these people. At some level. Then I believe we'll proceed. Alright. Stone. Vent him quick. As you say, ma'am. Stone gets to work on the on the computer console. Uh, Ava? Where are yep. you standing? If directly outside of the door is somewhere where I can't hear this, directly outside of the door. Uh, so you're about probably on the other end of the room, just to be away from the little bit of sound that's, going, that's coming through the open door. Yeah. It, she's, she's not so stupid as to go far away, but she's out of earshot. Intentionally. So, around all of you, the the door to the computer room slams shut and seals. A moment later, the door, all all of the doors to the room that you are in, slam shut and seal. Then, you can. Then there is a brief moment where you can feel the rumble of thrusters kicking to life as the ship begins to fight against gravity and pushes up and up and up. About six minutes later, you can feel gravity's effect lessen. And all is silent. Hmm. And after about after about six minutes of rising, of this rumbling sensation when, gra- when you feel atmosphere stop putting pressure on you in the in the in the confines of the room stone well one job done and about 400 terrorists killed Hmm. and he hits two buttons and the exterior doors that have direct access to the void shut and these doors open and there's a giant rush of wind as the as the atmosphere units start pumping things back in. <laughs> hmm. It's a lot less fun that way, but more efficient. Well, I see why, shall we say, the nobler members of our government have issues with this, but... Ultimately, these people were either going to be incarcerated for life or killed anyway. Well, let's 
see about putting this unique piece of equipment that we've acquired into the hands of the right people at Project Unity, then. Oh, did I forget to mention, that power core supports a warp drive that can actually move this thing. Hmm. Fascinating. Excellent news. Can you move it from here, or do you require a more full crew for this ship? I... That's a good question. Uh, I can't do it from here. I've got rudimentary thrust control from here. I can move it in basically the cardinal directions. Well, I'm going to need to get to the bridge to do anything, and I might need more of a crew. Well, then, let me get off a message, and I can have some more folks here for you. While I'm doing that, though, could you see if they have any stores of that wonderful gas that I was promised? Yes, checking inventory. We've got about two tanks of Terezi in the in the cargo. Good, good. We'll take that in payment. And uh, I will... And, uh, and as, as you reach for your communicator, Stone looks over to Vasquez, who looks over to uh, Vlad and... Um, Zax. Uh, and Vlad, Zax, and Malcolm. And Zax steps forward. Now, Vazaron. Yes? I would point out that this facility is intended to be handed over to Project Unity. And I would hate to have to cut my way through your forces when they try and take this ship from us. Oh, we have no need of such a fortress. You have nothing to worry about. I am, after all, a business person first. And when I make a deal, I see it through. There's there's this knowing look of... That's a lie that comes from Zach's because he knows you. But he doesn't say anything to anyone else. Sir, I'm going to go check the armory, do some inventory. Very good. Send a message And he stalks off. To my supplicants. You probably see Ava in the hallway. She's just looking at her data pad. Damn. Ava Sweet, any potential of getting a message out to Admiral Horner, updating him on what we've achieved here? I would prefer to do that from our own ship, but just given we are fighting a, essentially a technomancer. But yes, I... I'll get on that right away, sir. Very good. Ah, uh, Ava will start wandering <laughs> back, realize we're in space. I can't get to our ship. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, you did dock the ship in the, yeah, in no, the space the, dock. Yeah, the Kundalari is that statement. definitely attached to Black Sight 3. <laughs> Hold the map back up on my hollow thing and navigate to where we left the ship. <laughs> um, after I get done sending the message off to have them dock and prepare to help get the ship back to Unity Station. Because 
we really don't need it. Um, put Crystal away. So then, Stone was it? Yeah, that's where's, my name. Where's my Terrazine? Uh, he pulls up a readout that has like a location somewhere in the fortress that is marked as Terrazine storage. Okay. We'll look over at Cornix. Care to join me? I will. And I will head that way. Alright, uh, so you make your way through the facility and make your way to the location marked. So, when he said two tanks of Terrazine, he meant it. Like industrial-sized tanks. Like bats. Yeah. Not like tanks like things with guns on the top? No, no unfortunately, oh. we don't have siege tanks in here. Siege, yet. not not Terrazine siege tanks, no. <laughs> like, <laughs> they just fire off the Terrazine. The gas. Yeah, yeah, it's like napalm. It's like again? It's like napalm, but Terrazine. <laughs> R- roughly, roughly accounting each... Uh, roughly accounting a, an industrial barrel is roughly 10 gallons. Each of these tanks is roughly 10 barrels worth, which makes it about 100 gallons volume-wise. Mm-hmm. So you got about 200 gallons <laughs> of ter- uh, volume, volumetric gallons of terrazine. Oh, this will do quite nicely for my purposes. Which is the equivalent of 20 barrels, which is 400,000 credits worth on the average market. Yes. Hmm. Well, it's a good thing so I have my drug addict heaven. Basically. We will have to get this shifted off onto my vessels as quickly as possible. Is there, does it seem like uh, any sort of obvious way to detach them? Or is it going to have to, I'm going to have to have a crew in here, like, doing it. I mean, they're, they're, they're shipping tanks. Like, okay. they're not okay. connected to anything. Good. So, yeah, just bring a probe in, pick it up, take it away. When my crew gets here, I will have them do that. In addition to helping Stone get the ship to Unity Station. Cornix is going to be doing his best to determine if there's anything particularly loose laying around that might be able to be utilized scavenger-wise to await Where's, uh, where's Shauna? Uh, Shauna Briggs is still on Unity Station. She's still on Unity? Yeah, okay. all of Task Force Renegade is still on Unity right now. All, all, okay. They did not come with you for this. Let me know when I get to the ship. Alright, uh, you make it there in about 15 minutes. Let's cover that now. So what are you doing? Um, uh, Adjutant informed me if anyone else from the crew arrives um uh, alright we'll do uh, anything I need to do for you other than that yes we have two calls to make I have two calls to make uh, very um, well um, first, I'm going to put you through to Admiral Horner alright uh, well coming up in the calm room if you want to meet me there yep alright uh, you, you make your way to the calm room of the Akundalar and when you enter Admiral Horner's face is already up on the screen Ah, uh, ethics officer Ava Sweet. 
how can I assist you? You've just got contact. I assume you've uh, taken Black Site 3, or at least gotten the information we need. Indeed. We've managed to appropriate Black Site 3 in its relative entirety. We're still working on exactly how the craft is going to be moved, but um, Task Force Whiskey seems to be seems to have some ideas about that, as does their contact. Um, All right. If you, current... need, if you need anything, you can send me the coordinates, and I can send a crew to mm-hmm. get the get the site back online. I'll let them know. It's a large ship. We currently don't have the resources to staff it ourselves, but we may be able to arrange it and the office appreciated. Um, was there anything else I was supposed to tell him, Jack? Um, no, that was pretty much everything. Um, is there anything else you need from us at the moment? Um, it, I need to roll. I need to roll a die for him. <laughs> roll and dice. And I should know that Ava's keeping all of that frustration off of her face right now. She's just being the professional report to the cat. Professional does the captain's reporting for him. Yeah, but it, uh... Matamor is a good judge of character. Can I roll influence to yeah, bullshit? Yeah, roll me, roll, me, roll me an influence to bullshit. Okay. I'm gonna see if you can um, be this And is Horner... Can't. He is not I, Umotion, I, don't, I genuinely don't know. Is Horner Emojin? He is not Umotion, technically. So, okay, then you do get I that get... extra d6. Hmm. 22. Plus a d6. Hmm. So 24. So there's a there's a pause to his response that indicates that he's gauged that something is troubling you, but he doesn't necessarily press you for more information. He kind of is assuming that if you have something you need to say, you'll say it to him. Yeah, I've kind of proven that already with the Stefan nonsense. Um <laughs> Very well. Uh, unless you have anything else you need to tell me. Nope. But I, I. And Ava will nod and wait for, like, being dismissed or whatever. Alright. Admiral Horner out. And the screen winks out. Alright, now I'm called. Adjutant. Call Task Force Renegade. Uh, certainly. They were actually very nearby. Um. Yes, uh, well, getting a feed to... Ah, looks like we've got um, Richter picking up. And the the very, the very mild, the, the mildly zombie-like face of Richter uh, comes up on the screen with the glowing yellow eyes that kind of give away his infested nature. Ah, Task Force Echo, how can I assist... Well, it's not necessarily an assist so much as it's informing you of our updates. We've managed to 
achieve our objective that we discussed at the last point. By way of eliminating those like your colleagues became. Say again? What was that? I actually, I actually didn't hear that. Oh, uh, sorry, my mic scooted away from me. By way of eliminating those like your colleague became. Hmm. Well. <clears throat> he, he sort of pauses for a second as if he's tr trying to figure out how to word this next sentence. There's a... There's a part of me that feels that pain and distress for you. But, well, let's just say the swarm doesn't really care about numbers. And in the arithmetic of war, turncoats aren't worth saving. Indeed. I simply wanted to wanted to have the message communicated particularly to your own medic of what had transpired and that we are moving along with our plan. Yes, I'll get the good I'll get the word to our good doctor. I'm fairly certain she'll have more to say on the matter than I will. Also, we did acquire a very interesting ship that your technician may be interested in. <clears throat> Right. I'll also pass that one on to Shauna. Anything else that you need our attention for? Ah, just if you're aware. Is it safe to assume that Corlash will not be rejoining us at the moment? Yes, I've gotten a bit of word back from the Swarm that their new project is underway. Understood. So, as far as I am aware... Corlash is not so much the same creature he was. Yes, he did have a bit of a obsession with that. I'll inform my captain. Thank you for the information. All right. Anything else <clears throat> you need from us? Well, to be fair, you did contact us. Is there anything else you need to tell us? Not at the moment, just the updates. Very well. And I know that look. And I... I feel for it. But... Ultimately, this is a war we're waging. Remember that. True. I, I simply wish... am looking at a different cost-benefit analysis than your swarm. Yes, I wish I could say that I empathize with you, but I'm afraid that part of me isn't quite as functional as it once was. Um, Ava isn't really hiding this. It's probably pretty clear if he's insightful, if it's not, whatever. Uh, she has no regard for him as a human being or as a thing. Like, mm -hmm. similar to the adjutant, this is a function she is going through. <laughs> and while I understand my nature as an infested Terran sort of 
diminishes my worth to the Terran regime, I should also point out that while it is less physiologically extreme, the transformations that these members of Sons of Creation have undergone is no less an infestation. Your worth to the Terran regime is not mine to evaluate. I'm sure for those above us, both in both governments have made their evaluations on that metric. Well, perhaps their own evaluations will run a different course. But perhaps. I've made my piece and you've made your report. So, we will see each other on the other side. Ava will nod, click the call off. Mm-hmm. Adjutant still let me know when anyone else gets back. Go into my room. Anyone else heading to the ship? Nope. Dirk's keeping with what he said he was going to do. Um, hold on just a second. Uh, just just finding the armory and inventorying it because it's something for him to do. Uh, so on board this ship. I mean, there's a large count of weapons. Let me actually try. Mm-hmm. Let me let me let me roll some percentile dice to figure out how many weapons we've got here. Uh, dee, 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 dee. I have been moving the Goliath to the cargo bay of our ship. Nice, painstakingly through the halls. <sighs> um, how long do how, did I get a message back on how long it would take for my crew to get here, or have they already arrived? Uh, you you're given about a half hour estimate. All right, I'll let I'll let Cornix and Stone and the rest of the task force know that. But my supplicants will be here in thirty minutes of your time. So not not counting equipment that has been spaced, uh, which is mostly those that were being carried by individuals. Uh, this uh, facility has let me get this on a side uh, 71 registered uh, Goss assault rifles 50 heavy Goss rifles okay uh 24 repeating Gauss pistols. Lots of guns. Guns. Lots Two of guns. rocket launchers. Guns and ships. And so the balance shifts. Consolidate their gifts, yeah. No, we rendezvous. We have to rendezvous at Rochambeau to consolidate their gifts. Um, I'm, I'm skipping ahead. The, th- the, thing, the thing that stands out a little bit Ten swords. Ooh. Okay. Are they side blades? No, they're swords. Just swords. Shabash. Shabash with a bloody ash. Are blades. There, there is in the armory one item that you don't recognize because it sort of looks like a it looks like a, a sword hilt, but there's no sword. Can I get a lore roll? That'd be science. Or 
Military. It does have a military history, so it technically would be lower. You could do lower it or science, whichever is higher. Tactics. Tactics. If it's <laughs> military. Yeah, it is military. Tac- any of those three, the DC will be okay. different based on which one you're using. Tactics, because I get to, that's not my role. <laughs> that's not. <laughs> <a> plan. <laughs> that's initiative. Actually, oddly, that is my role. Initiative is tactics. Bonus. Yeah. Yep. Roll, roll it again. Because you rolled it under initiative. Okay. Uh, it'd be worse. It could be worse, but... I mean, it'd be really hard for it to be worse, but this is me. Naturally. And you just said it would be really hard. <laughs> I mean, that's go. not worse. No, it's not. Okay, so... These haven't seen a whole lot of military use, simply because... Well, for one, psionic operatives are kind of a important resource for the Terran military, uh-huh. psionics are kind of uncommon. So they try to keep their psionic operatives as alive as possible and putting them in the front lines is dangerous. Right. So you don't, you're not familiar with this weapon, but you do recall rumblings about a psi blade, which is sort of an attempt at, at Terran recreation of the Protoss psi weapons. Okay. Psi blade? Question mark? Cornix is going to be trying to wander his way through looking for specifically any tech that is non-Terran in origin. Having having found and tagged my uh, canisters for retrieval, I will be accompanying Cornix. So there are, as well, uh, there are significantly less armor because most most people were wearing it, but left over, there are these numbers are going to be a little bit smaller, so I'm going to roll smaller dice. I. Alright, so there are 19 suits of combat body suits. Combat body suits. There are five environmental suits. Like ATV suits or no, just environmental suits? Oh, just environmentals. Okay, cool. Uh, two HEV suits, hostile environment suits. Still environment suits. The difference being environmental suits are sort of like the, the big, bulky, heavily armored space suits that you would imagine a regular person mm-hmm. wearing into, into a hostile environment. Yeah. Right. HEVs are basically... Ghost they're, ones, they're, right? they're ghost suits, yeah. Right, yeah. ATVs are ghost suits. Um, 19 suits of... Let me make sure I got the right edition here. Of CMC 400 powered combat armor. Mm-hmm. Six suits of CMC 405 light combat armor. Light power armor. Lots of shit... Okay. Two suits of uh, two five-four armored infantry suits. Five-four armored five infantry suits. Five-four. Yeah, five-four armored infantry suit. I. And that's what you've got for weapons and armor. Okay. So yeah, he is just going through organizing. 
inventorying, cleaning, checking ammo, etc., etc., in a rather methodical way. Uh, any gun that is in this hold, you have at least 1,000 pieces of ammunition stocked. That's not like per gun, that's grand total. Right. It's the ammo can. So I just mark down shit ton of ammo. That's, I believe that's a, that's a technical Terry yes. UED, UED yeah. uh, regiment. Remember, yep. this is a facility that was meant to house a military force. Mm-hmm. Hashtag shit ton of ammo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Install How much ammo do we station. One metric shit ton. Yes. Mm-hmm. How many? Sh- how right. many metric? No, no. Only only one metric shit ton. No, that's a, the, the, that is a shit ton under um, under uh, English weight measurement. Okay. okay. So not metric. So it's an imperial shit ton, not a metric shit. Yes. Ton. Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Which makes sense because you will be you will have imperialistic tendencies of expansion with that much ammo. Yes, you will. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't know if you realize how fast a thousand rounds goes away with an army. Yeah. No, it's not that much ammo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not that much ammo for the number of people they have. For the number of people we have, it is that much ammo. Yes. Yes. Um. Ava's not there, but I'm asking just in case. Any med packs found? Uh, yes, actually. Um, do, 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 do. Not in the armory, but if you're doing complete inventory. Um, the the medical bay does have 40 med packs. Trauma kits? At least two, but trauma kits are reusable, so they didn't need a surplus of them. Oh yeah, that's right. I always forget that. Not after Os- is tier two. After Oswald loads up the Goliath, he's gonna go find Dirk. Uh, when uh, when the Goliath enters the ship, uh, the adjutant uh, Vera, uh, letting you know that Oswald Risley has Oswald Risley Oswald Ridley. Oh no, not Oswald Risley. Oswald Risley. Oswald Risley has returned. Wrong accent as well. Uh, Oswald Risley. Oh, <laughs> Just say it. Just say the pilot. The pilot's back. <laughs> Understood. As it turns are you having think a malfunction issue that we need Vera to examine? <laughs> Potentially. Uh, my vocal cogitator's a little bit of a oh my god, a little bit screwy right now. Well, catalog the issue, and we'll have the techno technician <laughs> examine it later. Right. I'll put that down for maintenance. <laughs> oh, that was amazing. I mean, whenever a machine misspeaks, you can... And by Vera, I totally meant Shauna. Uh, I figured. Because Vera is the adjutant. <laughs> yes, Vera's the adjutant. Shauna's the technician. Yeah, when, uh, when my people arrive, I will head out to meet them. Uh, so you, you, you step outside, and the first person to greet you is um, Terex, and he is a Nerezim who uh, works under your uh, under your control. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and he, as, as he approaches, he uh, looks up at the facility that is all around him as he's docked. So, Pirate Queen, are we to take this ship 
No, it is part of our bargain with the. Well, with Zax was Zax Zaxithrus, is it? Yeah. Yes. With Zaxithrus's playmates, we're simply going to help them get it back to their Unity Station, and in return, there are two large vats of the Breath of Creation that we are going to, well, find a buyer for. There's this subtle look of find a buyer or be the buyer. Oh no no no, Vazaron doesn't partake. Okay. And the entire and and all of her crew will know this. She doesn't. She doesn't worship the shit. She doesn't give a shit about it. She just wants to sell it because she knows other people do. Mm. <laughs> Very well. All right, all of you, quit slacking off. We have Terrazine to recover and a ship to move. They're in large containers. You may need a probe. Load one of the SCVs in case we can't warp it out. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> out of curiosity, has Cornix, has Cornix followed me to meet, or is he still wandering about the station? Cornix is still scanning the station for anything non-Terran in origin. Okay. Roll me a... Roll a perception check followed by a science check. Okay. Perception first. Pull my character sheet here. There we go. All right. Perception is 14. Whoops. That was not the button I needed to click. Science, you said, followed? Yes. Or, okay. Perception 14, science is 20. All right. Um, something catches your eye as being out of place, and you, you, go, you go further to inspect it, and you realize that <clears throat> this facility is running not shall we say uh, disruption fields because they're not quite Protoss tech. Okay. Or not stasis fields. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. But there's a very similar type of technology that goes into this facility's brig. And that leads you to realize that a lot of the tech on this ship isn't Protoss tech. But it is a Terran attempt at adapting Protoss tech. Nice. It's nowhere near as high quality as Shauna's thing, because she kind of seamlessly integrates Protoss and Terran technology. Right. This appears to be a Terran going, okay, Protoss do this thing. How can we figure out how to do this thing? Right. Okay. Are any of those active currently? In fact, one cell is filled. Yeah, we're going to go take a look at that. Uh, you said my uh, my Nerezim supplicant was Terax? Terex. T-R-I-X. Terex. Um, I will, uh, as a... As a gesture of good faith, I will have Terex uh, instruct our SCV pilot 
to offer repairs to the Goliath that Oswald commandeered. Very well. We'll get the SCV to fix up their Goliath as well. Very good. So, you you make your way down to the brig area where you, where you notice these cells, and in one of these cells, which is like I said, it's very much sort of a pseudo stasis field. It's not quite the same tech, but it is very much a Terran approximation of keeping a living being in stasis to hold it. Okay, <clears throat> and. Being suspended in this, shall we say, uh, like, it's almost a cryocell, basically, mm-hmm. <clears throat> is, it's sort of a, you ever seen, the, the, the visual image I want to call to your mind is the, the cells from, like, any Knights of the Old Republic from yeah. KOTOR 1 and 2, the, like, uh-huh. the standing circular cylinders with, like, an energy field. Yep. I know but exactly in, what you're talking about. <laughs> but in, in, instead of someone moving in there, they're just, like, held stock still in stasis. Right. Inside is a Protoss. <clears throat> and it's an Iyer Protoss. You can tell very obviously because of the, the golden carving of his armor and the like light the sky blue of his eyes even though they're not see they don't seem to be perceiving anything um neural filaments still intact yes oh shit he still has his nerve cords okay um but still blue in the eyes yeah okay and you you are protoss by nature you know that amon is dead right okay as long as i've got that <clears throat> lore already still intact um pull out my no i've i've got can i make an evaluation to see if i can figure out how to deactivate this from the exterior yes I know how. Uh, roll science. Oh, okay. Terran technology has this problem where if it breaks, it stops working, so... Twenty-three. Yeah, so you, you, managed, you managed to figure out, sure enough, how to effectively turn this cell off. It's not incredibly difficult, but it's Terran tech, so you're unfamiliar, so... Right. Um, Alright, yeah, I'll deactivate it. Alright, uh... So you... turn the, the field off, and this energy field slowly... I was already accounting for Xenotech in that science role. Uh, this uh, this field slowly fades and winks out and this individual slumps to the ground to their knees and as you get a closer look at them you realize this 
equipment he's wearing is ancient. Like, roll me a lore check. Okay. That, I definitely don't have to take a, uh... <laughs> nope. <clears throat> this is our shit. 19. Or our shit, I should say. <laughs> you... For one, the physical sword on his back is a dead giveaway. Oh, cool. So, like, strife blade? The, yeah, it's a strife great sword. This man's air. equipment dates back to the Aeon of Strife. <clears throat> okay. I knew, t- I, knew, I knew Protoss were long-lived. I didn't know they were that long-lived. They're not. Try yourself. <laughs> But while we're while we're there, I'm gonna step away from that for a second. As this person comes to, and you are left with a living relic, mm-hmm. um, Rachel. Yeah. What are you up to? Uh, is the danger all past? Uh, at the moment, yeah, it seems like it. All right, I'm gonna make a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> make a sandwich and. Uh, Eat that sandwich. Maybe read a book or something. <laughs> are you Try going to... back to our ship to do this, or are you just doing it on their ship? Well, I suppose that I should have said first. I will assess the sandwich making <laughs> capabilities. <laughs> yes. Of this particular ship. Go ahead. Before... And roll, go ahead and roll me uh, d twenty plus. I'm gonna say. Uh... <laughs> Science to find the kitchen? <laughs> Hang on. Yeah, what do I roll for sandwich? <laughs> yeah, that's, my, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Roll me tactics. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta figure out whether or not this, this military yes. facility is equipped for sandwiches. Oh, I'm not sure? <laughs> All these hallways look the same. <laughs> yeah. Well, this place is a mat bigger than the one I am used to. I suppose I'll just go find a book and try to avoid that crazy lady. Yeah, it, you're pretty certain this facility doesn't usually... Like, this facility probably uses, like, MREs and, like, pre-made food. They probably don't make much in the way of sandwiches. I could make an MRE sandwich. Oh, <laughs> what? God. What, what crazy lady <laughs> <laughs> that one we picked Which up in one? place of the the dog boy. Mm. Oh, an MRE sandwich sounds like the foulest thing that has ever been made. I mean, it's not. I mean, it depends on the MREs, really, because they're not like a block of food. They have various. Other no, I inside. I know I've eaten MREs. <laughs> oh, yeah. but, Rachel but has an they adventurous are foul. Like, Rachel has an adventurous palate. Yeah. I mean, so you gotta try and make an MRE sandwich. No, let's go. With, uh, you get the one with I'm the gonna... tuna, and then you get the one with like the the pretzels and things. And... <laughs> no, let me see if I can go uh, uh, find a, a library, a book to read, or something to to interest me. Uh, roll me. This one's gonna be. Uh. Make that survival. Okay. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> there we go. Um, so that's going to end up being... Yeah, you end up finding a library. Uh, it's not super extensive, but it is something that has some reading material for you, so... Alright, I, I look for a book that might contain information about or pictures of sandwiches. <laughs> you know what? Or just has the word sandwich in the title. You 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 find a weird book called Sandwiches. A Protoss Examination of Terran Culinary Arts. <laughs> Ooh. My, that sounds fascinating. I take that one down, and I uh, find a chair to sit in to yeah, uh, per- peruse the contents. Yeah, but it was written by one of the Kalani, so it's, like, just boring as hell. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's an interesting book. It's really weird to see a Protoss basically be what, be like, what is this amazing invention that they create and put in their mouths that gets them nutrients? <laughs> Like we we have to absorb that shit from the sun, and you know Nerezine, we get we are, we're not in the sun all the time. <laughs> Why wow, this this book makes some well reasoned arguments. <clears throat> I have never looked at sandwiches in this particular light before, <laughs> and now I am saddened that I was unable to find a place to make a sandwich. And you can go back to the ship to make a sandwich. You know, I'm feeling a bit lazy. I might just lay down in the chair that I was reading in and uh, take a little nap. <laughs> we'll have to find her later. Rachel, Whatever, Rachel you goes... guys haven't rescued the kid. Rachel, so... Harmon, Rachel Harmon goes to sleep in the in the chair. Hmm. I wonder if he got, got some of the working airlock. on it. She'll, Wait, she'll probably. What? Time. Probably. No, no. no I was only gone for two Our weeks. research on Theodore was that he was most likely at a different black site. He was at either, he was at two, he, I can't remember if he was at one or two, but he was one not. One was the one that you were pretty right. certain he was at. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> probably. And Raven was at two. <laughs> I don't care, so. He might not be at a black site anymore. He may be just outside of one. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll never know. Maybe he's on Black Entertainment Television on Soul Train. <laughs> Who knows? All Probably our cues not. about him were wrong. I feel like that would have taken a really long trip in a wrong direction. Yeah, that would have been required getting all the way back to Terra. Anyway. <sighs> Alright. Um, so I, I will interface with Task Force Whiskey and let them know that we're here and ready to move the ship. Or the- all right. Uh, they're, they all start... Uh, Stone, mostly, ends up directing people around where to where to head to the pilot's room, or to the pilot's room, to the cockpit, uh, the bridge, to get everything moving. Um, and the bridge is massive. It requires, it requires a pretty big staff just to get things to start moving like we're talking like 60 70 people just just on the bridge and then a good handful more to make sure everything in the systems are working you you begin to see why this thing needs such a massive crew mm-hmm. yep. 
Uh, and while that's happening, this ancient Protoss stands up, looks around, spots you, Cornix. <laughs> and immediately, yep. his hand reaches up for the Strife Greatsword on his back and begins to pull it from its sheath. You might want to call for help. <laughs> as as you recall, nope. the Aeon of Strife yeah. was where the Ire Protoss kicked the Nerezim off of Ire. Yes. Those are many words, and I am excited to perhaps one day learn the meaning of them all. A.K.A. this dude don't like Nerezim. Right, I got that much. <laughs> yep. I'm assuming it's something to do with the home worlds and history my, and psychically my... bonded species. Yes. Yes. It's a there were of... things that happened that made things happen, and then things happened. You will probably get exp- you, you will probably get exposition pretty soon. Yep. So you, you Kinala Atum. Kinala Atum, followed by Unla Unlanarkar, I believe. Unlanarkar. Unlanarkar. Which for those of you who don't understand Kalani. Is as one followed by be at peace. I'm sorry, I took Japanese in high school, not whatever the fuck you just said. Kalani. <laughs> or Kalani. Kalani. Kalani is the language. It's, right, it's the protest native language. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> um. There's... It would be very impressive if your school offered protest. Right? Cool. Like I would if, if my school offered Kalani, I would take that in a heartbeat. Oh, especially God, yes. if my school offered that in 1993 to 1995. <laughs> I would be super impressed. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I could say it was released in 1998. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm old. Uh, honestly, I would take the only language that I would take before Kalani would be Orcish. But anyways, hey. yeah. Um. <laughs> anyway, uh, as as the roll me an influence check for Onyx. Okay. Influence is going to be. Oh, this is not going. This is I'm, probably I'm, not going to go well. Out of curiosity, is this hap- Like, where is this in relation to like the bridge? Bridge is near the like upper level. This is happening on one of the lower levels. Okay, so they're not. You like, don't put your brig and your bridge next to each other. They're not like being loud what? enough that the oh my god on the upper deck could hear. <laughs> I rolled a natural fucking one. Although they might be in a second. <laughs> they are the ones at the best possible times. One. 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 In a minute, the screams may reach the roof, but right now it hasn't. <laughs> so, what's your, what's your defense? My defense is 20. Okay. Drive Great Blades also hurt a lot. Yes, they do. So your your shield takes thirty points of damage as it this great sword yep. 
strikes uh, streaks across it as he rushes forward, loudly shouting, uh, "Na Fatsil!" As he rushes uh, oh. forward, which is Kalani for "We destroy." I know that yep. language. I know that term very well. <laughs> it's one of Vazaron's favorites. Uh, yep. Okay. So I'm guessing there needs to be some initiative here, or we just kind of. <laughs> I mean, right now there's only the two. Am I in here? Okay. Is is that anywhere near the armory? Uh, roll me perception. I can I roll perception for the psychic voices ringing out below. It's way out of your range. Okay. I'm assuming it's nowhere near the ships because right. that would be a bad place to put your brig. Yeah, near the airlock. I mean, near the armory would also be a bad idea. That's Not true. necessarily. I mean, there, but there, it's there more likely than the armory would be near-ish because you lock up all your weapons before you go hang out with prisoners. So they let the prisoner keep his sword, so... I mean, he was in stasis, so... 27. It was, it was in stasis. Uh, yeah. Best um... reason to take the sword away. Why is the initiative tracker busted? It's not. I don't know. I'm. I'm not seeing it. Did you double click? I it? am. Did you make it invisible? Am I? I'm like it's up for us. And I see coronets on it. Yeah. If you double clicked it to make it invisible, then it might be. You might just not be able to see it right now. I, I cannot see it. It is. It is transparent. I'm assuming I made it. I made it invisible somehow accidentally. Yeah. If you. Find it again. If you can find, so you double click it. It minimizes the same way character sheets do. Yeah, it's okay. And if you find it's, it again, it, you can double click. It's it transparent. It's transparent, transparent though. Yeah, but there's it's not, two it's people. Not... Just figure out what order they're going in, and you can go with that. It's not 100. Yeah, I'm, transparent. I'm. I'm just no. Like it is physically like it's actually transparent right here. I'm. I'm seeing. I'm seeing the the cog and the next turn sign, but I'm not seeing the list, oh. and it's just kind of mm-hmm. like translucent. Oh, interesting. Uh, well, we can fix it later. <clears throat> going to reload the page. Um, Today I learned you can do that with character sheets. Thank you, Aaron. Oh, yes. sorry. Yes. I did not know that. Any, do you know how much either. of a pain in the ass Eric? that was with, 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 with yes, I do. Eberron? I've had many NPCs. Um, <laughs> character sheets, also spells or equipment, which isn't relevant to this system, but in D&D is pretty useful. You can also set it to uh, pop out as a separate window, so you can pull it away. Yes. Pop out as a separate that's window or tab is that's, also useful. That's typically what I have done. Mm-hmm. Um, the problem is I have enough damn windows of shit open as it is. I like having them all un- all minimized in like a list on the side of the page, but that's just me. Yeah, no, that's a good way to do it. Alright, so go ahead and roll me. Uh, so... Yes, you did. Uh, as okay. as as you're as you're moving through the armory, you do hear a loud psychic shout and the sound of a blade crashing against a, a an energy shield. Welp. Uh, actually, that may not be his act valid initiative anymore. I need to check and see. Um. Oh, no, that is still his initiative. So right. you you have to you have to dip out, Rachel or Sarah. 
Yeah, I'm sorry. I was just putting in chat. Uh, I got a text message from my sister who needs some help. So I'm going to go help her out, and uh, I'll let you guys uh, get on with the rest of the game. Okay. So thanks for being so understanding. Good yeah, luck. Yeah, we'll see you later. Yeah. All right. Yes. Yeah. Great to have Bye. you back again. Thank you. Now I've so. got to adjust other things. All right. Uh, go ahead and roll your initiative, Cornix. Okay. I did say that after I got done putting the the Goliath away, I was heading to meet with Dirk in the armory. How I just want to know how far I got. Uh, roll me a perception check. All right. You're 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 on that floor, but you're not quite at the armory. I am. Yeah. Did Carnax ever get like a communicator? Because his communicators could work with the ship. Yes, I do have a communicator. Okay. We are some perceptive motherfuckers. Yeah, well, uh, you, you also telep- hear the sounds of battle. Well, Cornix's telepathy also has a much increased, has a much greater range than everybody else's, so he could, like, if he needs assistance, he can call for it. Yeah, it's true. Like, then again, given whatever culture stuff is going on, Cornix may want to deal with this himself. Actually. I mean, he may want to, but 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 sadly, Dirk is angry at things and needs therapeutic murdering. Um, <laughs> yeah, actually, We're upset about the murder, so we need to do some therapeutic murder. There is good death, and then there's bad death. That was bad death. Yeah. Yeah. Besides, he trusted the Cortex will tell him to stop killing if if that's what he wants to do. Alright. Yep. So, I got a 10. I don't know what everybody else is at, but... <laughs> well, so. And... Yeah. Oh, for initiative, yes. Yeah. So, Jack, are we ready to see it? Who wins between a psychic warrior and a psychic master? <laughs> I'm an elite psychic master now. Thank you very damn much. He's probably an elite <laughs> psychic warrior too. He's oh, th- this guy, this guy. Yeah, I don't know what. He, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so oh, I, I got a ten. <laughs> you don't really also ten. usually fish up ancient relic of moderate power. <laughs> <laughs> ancient. <laughs> I am inventing an ancient relic of moderate power for the Ebron game now, because that's amazing. <laughs> what the that, fuck that, that are you is... doing, John? <laughs> he's he's doing he's doing battle music. Oh, I Actually, no, I'm you doing, were doing Coco from Foster's I'm the, Home. I'm doing the opening to Cowboy Bebop, actually. <laughs> or that. Yeah, it is Tank. Sounds more yeah. like Coco to me. Oh my. <laughs> Alright. It's time to blow this thing. Get everybody in their stuff together. Okay. Three, two, one, let's jam. It just takes me like a second to upload this guy's uh, portrait. So I can actually put him on the initiative tracker. Dun-na, 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 dun-na. 
Alright, let me... This tank is really good intro music for anything, yes. really. Gonna be right <clears throat> there. Means Dirk, you are on your way. You're not quite there yet, but you right. will be almost to the door. You'll be able to enter into the room on your next turn. Okay. Whoosh, whoosh. Or more like clunk, 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 clunk. Yeah. Uh, this stranger is going to rush forward and make a, another set of attacks as he brings the strife blade around and hammers against your shield. Uh, you make a note that he does not have plasma shielding because yep. that technology is not as old as this. Actually, I don't know when plasma shields came about, but I imagine they're somewhat newer than the Aeon of Strife. A little bit from my recollection. There, everyone's back where they belong. Going to be this is exactly the episode of John needs to rearrange things now. That is, ex- that is exactly your defense, which means your shield takes twenty four points of damage. All right. <clears throat> um, let's see. What was what was my first? Uh, the first one was thirty, right? Thirty. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. No. Um, okay. So that was twenty five. Put me at seven. So then it was 20. Okay. Um, So five of that is eaten by armor. There's seven left over, which is taken, which takes the damage. And then uh, it rolls over to my actual armor, uh, which I think will eat the rest of it uh, because my damage, my armor for that is, uh, why is everything on my, computer lost right now there we go i don't know either why is it um so five seven so 12 is eaten that leaves 12 more 12 and my toughness is or my damage resistance is 12 exactly exactly zero right (laughs) so i take exactly zero damage The, the 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 repeated strikes from this great sword hammer through the plasma shield but then the, the the last one that breaks the plasma shield, it, like, reduces the force enough that it just scrapes across your arm. <clears throat> yep. Okay. And... Yeah. I, um... He, he, he shouts rather loudly, Cassar de Templari! <laughs> yeah, that's that's exactly what I would have expected him to, to, to yell. Okay. All right. Did you expect um, anything else? Nope. Nope. I did not. Um. Let me see. I need to figure out what combat influence stuff does. Uh, which basically, Casar de Templari means um, from order, from order comes, comes justice. justice. Yeah. I was it's... assuming it was more like you are a Templar. <laughs> oh, no, no, he's a Templar. He's oh. a Templar. Yes. <laughs> no. One of the two. It's it's yeah. a common it's a common battle cry for Templar Protoss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. um. 
I, and, and again, I don't, I don't know if this will ever bring me within earshot, but after dealing with the bridge, I'm going to go oversee the removal of the, uh, of the Terrazine tanks, so. Alright. Uh, you're on your way there, but... Yeah, no, just, I'm, I'm just letting you know what I'm doing while all this is going on. Alright, okay. So um, it's your turn. Yep. Okay, so it's my turn? Yeah. Um... Okay, pulling up... The combat influence chapter. I basically want to try and talk him down as much as I can while getting out of out of out of the way. So the first thing I'm obviously going to do is attempt to manifest cloak. Uh, yes, bobbin. Well, yes, bobbin. Minor action, bobbin weave, and move action, manifest cloaking. Um, trying to see what for my because I don't think manifest is a move actually it's another minor for me but you can, uh, for, you can use your move action for so right which I can use my move action for um, so yeah that's what we're going to try first Sorry, this is taking me so long, everybody. It's all good. It's all good. I'm sorry right. I'm about to ruin your your attempt to be non-combative. Yeah, that's how that's Dirk dies. Manifest check of a 22, which is definitely plenty to, uh, to cloak. Wood um, coronet? Sorry. And then, yes, I'm just shouting out to everybody to stand the fuck down, uh, which will actually translate to everyone in the area pretty much exactly with that sort of concept. And um, All right, you're specifically trying to influence this guy, so... But I'm specifically trying to influence this guy, yes. Throw me your influence check. Okay. <laughs> influence is different. Because um, that is a willpower roll. 21 to influence him. All right. This is resolve. Just barely missed it. Damn it! <laughs> um, and then for my standard action... Oh, wait. That probably is my that, standard that, action. That was your standard action, yeah. I'm going to say. Uh, which means we bring it back around Oswald. Okay. Uh, I hear the fighting off in the distance and him saying, stand the fuck down, so... I guess I'll just I'll get as close as I can, but I'm not like I'm not pulling my weapons out or anything. I just want to see what's going on over in that direction. All right, so you start moving that way. 
Yeah. Uh, I'll hustle. That's going to be your turn. Dirk, you actually arrive on the scene. All right. I'm going in. Weapon is still pulled because it was pulled when I... It was probably in my hands in the armory when I first heard the shouting. But I'm not going to pull... I've been told by my commander, don't stand down. It's being held ready to shoot at a moment's notice, but he's just waiting there right now. And basically, he's trying to block the door to prevent it from getting out. Alright. So, it's turn. It's... You've disappeared. Uh... (laughs) Jack... I, I don't know if you did this intentionally, but it's kind of a perfect symbol of what your character does. So, kudos. I, I feel like he actually stepped away. Oh, no, I'm pretty sure he did. Rachel continues to make a sandwich. Ava continues to pouch in her room. I continue to acquire my fairly gotten gains. <laughs> so I mean, Dirk hasn't bled in all of like 15 minutes in game. So <laughs> I'm just going to remind you that healing thresholds only come back after you've slept. It's been I'm at aware. least 30 minutes because that's it took that long for That's me true. To get here. That's true. That's true. There was like inventory happening and stuff. But he did accidentally scrape his cheek against one when 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 he was when he was uh, using uh, trying to check the sight on one of the weapons. So it still is fifteen minutes. Okay. And so uh, Cornix went invisible, leaving only one visible target. For yeah. The, so uh, <laughs> this is gonna go great. So the uh, the Protoss turns and sees you. The. Quite frankly, the first sapient non-Protoss creature that he has ever seen before. Uh-huh. Um, I gathered as much from the chat. <laughs> uh, looks around. Sees you have a gun drawn on him. But doesn't know what it is, though, because he hasn't really seen a gun before. I mean, that's good. Um, as far as he's aware, he could be doing some weird mating ritual at this point. <laughs> Uh, roll. Okay. So, which, depending on where on Earth Dirk is from, might not be far off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's from like, uh, what do I have it listed? I think he's from. Uh, where's bio? 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 Uh, Kansas, so, you know. So, um, he looks at you for a second, decides to ignore you for a minute, and closes his eyes, and there's this, there's this sense of, there's a sense of concentration, and he says something in Kalani that you don't understand, Dirk, he says, Osharas, Shiel, and he swings wildly with the, uh, with the greatsword at what appears to be thin air. I feel your presence. Yep. Um... 
So I'm aware that my commander has the capability of turning invisible. Yes, does this do. count as so? Does that focusing and then swinging count as something that would be an op- provoke an opportunity attack? Uh, I will say yes because he actually had to stop and collect himself to try and sense where he was at. All right. And he's trying as... to he's trying to kill my boss, so I am going to kill him. Um. <laughs> Oh dear! <laughs> You're, you went invisible, Cornix. This is all your fault. So I am uh, going to, yeah, uh, 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 heavy Goss rifle automatic. Um, I rolled a thirty-eight to hit. All right, so that's going to hit and get all of your. Overage. All of which is six, because it's instinct, right? Yeah. So six over, so 24, uh, penetration nine. I feel like there's something else, I just don't know what. I think um, at the moment that's it, because you're not doing like a bur- like a focus burst in full automatic, so you don't get hail fire. Right. Okay, so yes. Alright. So, 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 so 24 with penetration nine. Alright. Uh, so he has no energy shield, so take that off this off this template. Uh, his armor's not quite that good, so He's wearing light armor. It's been a pleasure being alive. As far right. as you know, this dude just said in Kalani, quiet, the adults are fighting, and then swung <laughs> wildly. <laughs> and that offends me. Yeah. So the as he's swinging, these gauze spikes like trace across the shoulder of his armor and, like, cut long lines that slowly bleed a dark color uh, as as they cut along his body, doing a significant amount of damage because his armor is not as good as modern Protoss armor and he doesn't have any energy shields. So, and but he keeps the swing up. Uh, what is your new defense with Bob and Weave active, Pornix? You're muted. My new one with Bob and Weave active, because Bob and Weave gives me what plus two. <laughs> yeah, I think. Uh, new defense would be twenty-two. Right, uh, with the minus ten from you being cloaked, he misses. So uh, the the blade the blade comes swinging towards your head, but you just slide out of the way as it passes over you. <laughs> And then it brings it back around to your turn, I believe. Okay. Um. <clears throat> what you gonna do? Yeah, that is the question. Because I've now got Dirk opening fire on him. I okay. mean, it would probably be good to keep him alive. Yeah. Oh, no, that's definitely what we're going to do. Um, what is the cold shot to disarm somebody in this system? Uh, to the arm that he's that is holding the weapon, I guess. Okay. I, I would uh, say I would say in this case, or, if, you, if you are choosing to attempt to disarm him, that will be a standard action that I will allow you to invoke. Or you could telekinesis his sword out of his hands. Uh, Move object. Could I do that? 
Uh, you could try. He would get to try and resist you, especially with his own grip. Yeah, no, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna try and use my spear to do it. Um, the, um, worth noting, the strength you use to uh, for the opposed roll when you use telekinesis to try to remove an object from someone's hand is equal to. Uh, where is it? Uh, oh, it's manipulate. You can manipulate it, which I guess would be yeah. No, this thing is twice your caster's power level or psi level, which would be your enhanced version because you have the focus. Mm-hmm. So yeah, maybe it's like I a do. running audio gag for any time someone has to go and look something up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Like, cause you're you're you get plus two to your telekinesis, right? For your silo effective psi level. Yeah. So that would be six. So that would be an effective twelve strength to wrench it from his hands. Oh, yeah. Let's do that. <laughs> All right. So that's gonna be your strength versus his strength. So yeah. Um. First, you have to manifest, but. Yeah. Yeah. Well, manifest probably won't be a problem. Oh God. There's another natural one. <laughs> Unless you do that. Yep. You, you, you attempt to manifest the, the telekinetic ability to, to attempt to pull the sword from his hands, and you begin to get that focus, but then his glare fixes you, and something about being confronted with a living, breathing juggernaut from ancient history kind of sets you on edge, and you lose your focus. And overload. <laughs> no, not Protoss. <coughs> yeah, no, I don't. I don't. Sorry. I don't overload, which is which is nice. Yeah, only only non-ghost Terran psionics overload when they roll a natural one. Got it. All right. Um. So yeah, I'll keep up my bob and weave. And, I mean, because failing to manifest, that still uses up the action that would be necessary for that, right? Yes. Yeah. Which um, is a move action. So I still have my move. Oh, it's a move action? Yeah. yeah. Manipulate is? Oh, okay. Yep. So I still have my standard action. So, yeah, I am going to try and use my blade then to attempt to disarm him. <laughs> All right, that'll be an attack roll opposed by his attack roll. First brain, yeah. then brawn. Um, and I'm, um, yeah, my interaction to remain, does being cloaked still, uh, he doesn't, he, he can't see what you're trying to do. So yes, it would still give him a minus 10. Okay. That's probably good. Yes. Before he murders Dirk. (laughs) Um, and since it's... And before Dirk murders him. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's one of the other. action, yeah. So, um... So it's just gonna be a size spear single. Doot. It's a 28 yeah, attack roll. This was only a 24. So, uh, you bring the, uh, spear around the tip of, this, of the strife blade... And forcibly, force, forcibly force. Uh, you push the uh, the the end of the spear down the length of it to the hilt, and 
twist the blade from his hand, it falls and hits the ground with a loud clattering noise. <laughs> Be at peace. We are not your enemies. Oswald, you arrive on the scene. Uh, Alright, so I just see the dude drop his sword. Uh, I heard Dirk fi- uh, shoot. Um, I'm just going to run in and like at the doorway and just kind of peek around and see what's going on and wait to see because he's at the stand down so I'm assuming he's somewhere and he's got this handled so uh I'll just pull out my pistol just in case but I'm not I'm not showing myself All right um that'll bring us back around the Dirk Is it So now that he's disarmed, we're going to get gun still out. He's still blocking the door. So it can't get out. And he's basically, I am basically holding action, staring a hole through him. All right. Alright, uh, so that brings us back around... Don't make me shoot your ass again. ...to his turn. Yep. Second. Womp, womp. So, yeah, he looks at the, <laughs> he looks at the Terrans that have, that have arrived and now recognizing that a gun is a weapon and that the other one has a similar looking one, uh, and realizing that he has lost his weapon and is fighting an opponent that he cannot see at the moment, uh, and that he is severely outnumbered. He clenches his fists and stands with his chin with his chin held up, and he says something in Kalani, which means that only uh, Koranix can really understand it. But the the gist of what you get is, if you want to strike me down, then do so. The blade of Kost will not surrender easily. Wow. Um, Jesus fucking Christ. Okay. Well, okay. Mm. <clears throat> that was a name drop I don't understand. Yes, that... Well, I don't know. You I guys, mean, that's an entire even sentence you guys don't, might. That's an <laughs> well, entire then sentence then would we, we don't understand. understand. That he said it, even if lore-wise no, we it's might in know it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. That was my assumption. Um... Yeah, me as a player, I have no idea. I Yeah. Yeah. Uh and even and and even I don't think their characters would even know either. Cuz it's and kind for, of an obscure character. <laughs> for for your for your character's edification also, however, Corey, he did say the blade of cost, not cost. Not nah, okay. 
All right. Well, that's like, and that's he's yeah. not implying that he has cost himself. Okay. <laughs> that's that. That was going to be my next sort of lore-specific question. Is this guy trying to imply that he himself is? But okay. I mean, when I think of blades relating to costs, I tend to think more Dungeons and Dragons than yeah, Starcraft. Not, personally, not, not the same. But <laughs> I assume not. <laughs> Vecna. I was gonna say, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> well, but technically, the guy who betrayed me, so I right? can Google it and understand what you guys are talking about. But yeah, it's okay. Your characters wouldn't know this information. <laughs> so what is? Let's still, yeah. What is Quarternix's response? Uh, Kornix's response is going to be to, uh, with a, he's going to drop his cloak, um, he's going to stop sustaining his cloak, and with the very now apparent two-handed, uh, size spear leveled in as non-aggressive, more, and in as much a defensive position as he can, um, and hopefully communicating that just by his stance and the way he's holding the weapon, that he's on defensive, not aggressive. What is your name, and what is your tribe, brother? Um, so, uh... He looks at you for a moment... And there's this look of almost, it's not quite pity and it's not quite hate. It's this sort of, the individual standing before me is someone who has refused what is obviously the right path in life. Contempt? He, he, yeah, it's almost contempt, yeah. Has this guy realized that he's not connected to the Kala yet? Not yet. And for all he knows, he might just be too far away from other Protoss to feel the Kala. <laughs> uh, so, and he, he looks at you. I am Verasan. Of the R of the newly formed Ara tribe. Sorry, I thought I had to sneeze there for a second. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> And just for my notes, how do you spell that name? Uh, V-E-R-A-S-A-H-N. Actually, it's Verasan. Verasan. All right. Um... Mm-hmm. <clears throat> 
Okay. Um, how much? How much would Coronix know of the Ara? Romy lore. Okay. See what the uh, fire for lore still is ten. Twenty nine. I'm assuming you have the Aura Tribe Wikipedia page open. Yes, I do. You basically, <laughs> know that stuff. <laughs> okay, sounds good. Um. Yeah. So. And if I'm reading this right, yeah, they're basically the the point men for the judicators, pretty much. Yeah, the they were. Right? They yeah. were. They were. Yeah, they were the, basically the the tribe. The tribe was initially formed from the first people that Koss taught about the Kala and his teachings. Mm-hmm. His first students, basically, were the were initially formed as the Ara tribe. Um, which, which implies, if this man is, if, if this Protoss is implying that the Ara tribe was recently formed in his history, that implies yeah. that he is a direct student of Kos. Right. Holy shit. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Um, he's going. He's going to kind of incline his head slightly. Um, And uh, lower his spear tip just a fraction. <clears throat> there is great respect for the history in our people's past. But I must tell you, brother, much time has passed since you were imprisoned. The strife has ended, and our people are no longer in open conflict with each other. I ask for your trust. I freed you from your imprisonment with the intent that peaceful interaction may continue as it has from our factions for much time now. Will you allow us to speak before reclaiming your blade? Uh, he looks at you for a second. And again, in Kalani, because he hasn't bothered to actually speak to directly to the Terrans. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> he says, "You would ask me to believe that all of history has turned on its head, and that you, one who would cast off Costas' teachings, have once again walked at our side." This is what I ask. 
We need influence check. Oh, okay. <laughs> he seems not very trusting at the moment, but he kind of sees that he doesn't really have a choice considering he's surrounded. So he just and speak your words and I will hear them. The implication being that he might not believe them. Right. Dirk has not twitched for the record yet. Uh-huh. That gun is still trained on his head. Oh, yeah. I put my pistol away. And I'm just, like, chilling in the door, like... <laughs> just kind of leaned up against the... the he's, mm-hmm. he's, he's still the got frame. that... He's, he's still got that, like, shoulders squared, fists at the side, chin held high image of someone who is look, who's basically standing in front of a firing squad showing no fear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Protoss are good like that. I'm trying to trying to play off Carnix and the much no time play. has passed. Ayer has seen many conflicts, but the tribes have been reunified. To a more common purpose. The corruption that was imposed upon our worlds. Be really has... careful with how you're wording this, man. <laughs> yeah. Because he knows nothing about Amon. Right. has been spread, but all Protoss now seek a peaceful way. Hey, shut your face, I'm talking. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) We'll give it, we'll let him have nuances later. The systems by which we engaged in the battles that so strongly influenced our lives are frequently subject to change. Before I completely forget this character's name, I need to write it down. Okay. (laughs) Verasan. Actually, well, this is going, Dirk's going to, uh, in his communicator, uh, Doc, you might want to get down to where we are because there's some, somebody's hurt down here one way or another. And we might need you. Just quick, William, clarification. I'm assuming with the ship rerouting, I can get that. Yeah. Cool. 
head in I'll your send way. The location, I'll send the location along with, obviously. Yep. Let me know when I get there, but I realize it won't be for a little while. Right. All right. Yeah, it'll be a little bit. I mean, somebody, somebody's wounded one way or the other, and at best, it's going to stay that way. At worst, we might need an autopsy. So... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I probably can do an autopsy. I mean, you're good at it. You work well with Zeno with Zeno's biology, right? Yeah. No, I'm I'm good at xenobiology and I'm good at medicine. And you have so I mean, and <laughs> Ava's bedside manner makes her very very suited to autopsies. So <laughs> Coronix is going to. <laughs> Um, he's going to hold out his memory crystal. What's in this one? Um, so it's, it's, it's literally his entire um, experiences everything. It's tier two at this point, so I mean, like, it can't necessarily fulfill the entire. Uh, but it's it's pretty much everything he's experienced um, over the past Terran equivalent of year, probably. And he's going to offer it to him. Let's see. I cannot. Offer much more. Than this. That will communicate my intent. And my trust. And the experiences that have recently passed within the sector. So but many things have changed since last you walked across. At tier two, stars. I will say it can hold recent years, uh, okay. which would include the Amon crisis. All right. In fact, pretty much the history of the StarCraft games. Okay. <laughs> So yeah, I mean, and, and it's pretty it's pretty much kind of useful that your entire species was involved in the war. <laughs> yeah. Also, fast data download. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I know that's Kung Fu. that's that's no. kind of that's yeah. how Protoss work. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, that's that's honestly the only thing he can he can think to pass. To, to try and rapidly communicate um, to whoever uh, Verasan is and try and just catch him up to speed. But yeah, that's what he's trying to communicate. Hey, reality is way different than you have probably than you would have experienced and this is me trying to literally just completely openly 
show you what has transpired and what the the, the sector is, the, the frame question, of the sector is like. The question now is does he know what a memory crystal is? Uh and crystals have been around for a long time. Yeah. Uh so Yeah, he, he takes the crystal from you, looks at you hesitantly, and then holds the crystal and grasps it tightly and closes his eyes. And you you get the sense that he tried to read everything far too fast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's, no, probably. There's a there's a moment of shock where he actively drops the crystal for a second and hits the and hits falls to okay. his knees. And then, after a moment of orientation, he grabs the crystal again and focuses and closes his eyes. And if a Protoss could sweat, you could you you would almost see the sweat forming on his brow. But yep. he he is experiencing all of this this these events that took place over the course of years, over the span of a couple of minutes. So. There's this there's this long period of silence as he holds the crystal and he sets it down. I there is much to reconcile. I I have been gone so long. How long ago? Was the Great War? Uh, I, I try. Cornix will try and communicate that. I don't. I. I don't personally know lore-wise how much time, or even really, actually, how Protoss gauge the passage of time. Three thousand <laughs> years. Yeah, uh, they actually they actually do recognize the passage of years. They have referenced that in particular in the games. So, okay, like one of the one of the protoss you meet in StarCraft Two says, the, three thousand years ago, I fought alongside so and so in the Aeon of Strife." Right. Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah. so the year That's currently he... in uh-huh. it on the uh, on the Gregorian calendar, which is the <laughs> the it's Terran calendar, right. Uh, the rest calendar. Currently, <laughs> Great War, all the way down this time. Interstitial music for looking stuff up. <laughs> it is the Jeopardy music public domain by now. But apparently, we don't care. Well, it doesn't yeah, matter. No. It doesn't matter if it's public domain or not. I'm doing it. Therefore, it's a cover, not the actual music, so they cannot right. sue. Ha 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 ha! Creative license. Anyway, uh, just laugh. There laugh are the many content creators on YouTube who have had their stuff removed who would That's disagree true. with that assessment. Yeah. Well, if they if they if they if their bots manage to pick up me going do 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 as the Jeopardy music, then I will be very impressed. Also, oh, yeah. we don't advertise. Also, we don't advertise on any of our stuff. We are supported solely by you, the viewer at home. Um, yep. Anyway, so the year the year is currently so the the year is currently twenty five oh four CE. Right. 
the year of the uh, of the, the the initial year of the uh, establishing of the Kala. Not just not just the Aeon of Strife, but the establishing of the Kala was 500 BCE. Wow. So we're saying it's been a spell. Yep. <laughs> been a minute. So yeah, we're talking Old Scotia time. Mm-hmm. Been a while. Yep. Roughly three millennia. <laughs> I'm going to take the three, add three zeros to it. <laughs> <laughs> Where was I found? <laughs> uh, he'll turn and look at the location of the... <laughs> You get the sense that he's looking. Right, but he's like. That information is unknown to me and would likely require some research to determine with any measure of accuracy. I would be willing to, of course, find whatever way possible to contact those who would be likely to hold or be able to acquire such information. Actually, that is a good point, Cody. He kind of is Captain America in that he got frozen during a war and came out long after it was over. Yeah, he's the Protoss Captain America. Yeah, this is a, this is the Protoss Captain America. Yeah, was, no, it really is. He was is. chilled for just a little bit longer, though. Yeah. Like, Captain America's the country he represented still, like, really functioned at the time. Yeah. As I understand it, the equivalent is not true for Protoss. Yeah, not really. They kind of got so, undergone another iteration or two. Right. So what we're saying is that he's going to be a Nazi in about <laughs> 10 years. Secretly, he, he was secretly well, a Taldorim the whole time. Yeah, Taldorim yeah. in this case it would be, yeah. Yes. He, yes, he was secretly one the whole time because of a cosmic... Magical yeah, there's no... That secretly the same way over, probably. A cosmic secretly, cube. he was the first Taldorim. <laughs> the very first Taldorim in history. Yep, he just got froze before he decided to go public. Coming soon, StarCraft, Secret Empire. (laughs) God. Anyways. Anyway. (laughs) Alright, he stands up from his kneeling position and reaches down and grabs the sword off the ground. Brings it up and slings it over his shoulder and puts it back into its sheath. There is much that I must learn about this era and what has passed. He turns and looks at Dirk and for the first time speaks in a language. Lowered gun. And for the first time, he speaks in a language that you can understand. And this Terran 
creature. Does it move? And since I believe that Jack has to has to run away right now, and we're kind of in the middle of an important thing of what Jack is, uh, what Cornix is involved with, I think we might need to end early tonight. All right. <laughs> well, we have been Final Show Films. We produce a wide variety of content every day of the week. You can check us out our website at finalshowfilms.com. You also check us out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash fsfilms. You can support us financially, as I said previously. We are supported entirely by you, the viewer at home. No ads or anything like that on this channel or on our YouTube channel. So, uh... <clears throat> We appreciate all of you watching on Twitch, all of you that have subscribed on Twitch, all of you that donate bits to us, and all of our patrons, especially our $25 tier patron supporters, Chris Comfort, Antitonic, and Cat Waterflame. Thank you all very much for your support. We appreciate it. Uh, without it, we wouldn't be able to be quite as uh, quite as much as we already do, so thank you. Um, we also appreciate the folks over at 411mania.com. Jeremy, tell us a little bit about 411mania.com. Uh, 411mania.com is a pop culture site that basically caters to if, if there's something that you're interested in as a geek, we've we've got it covered. Um, whether if you're if you're going to be looking for next weekend all of the news to come out of Comic Con, we're, we're going to have all that as soon as it hits. Um, the the latest blockbusters, TV, comics. Um, all the latest stuff coming out of coming out of WWE and, and and other relevant wrestling promotions and GFW too, um, uh, uh, MMA, uh, games, music, uh, final show film stuff. Check us out for onemania.com. Thank we appreciate them very much. And important uh, information tomorrow, tomorrow afternoon at about four p.m. Eastern time. Um, Jack and myself will be guesting on a video on a stream uh, with the Don Forge uh-huh. cast folks over youtube.com slash Don Forge cast. Uh, we are going to be doing character, character gen for a vampire, the masquerade one shot. Jack's going to be running at the end of the month, uh, for the Don Forge cast folks. So uh, we appreciate them doing this crossover work with us. So, uh, be sure to tune in tomorrow to watch it. Uh, keep an eye on my Twitter feed for links to it. When, when it goes live, I will, I will be tweeting out about it. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun, and you guys get to see me create one of my favorite vampire characters I've ever made. <laughs> um, this is going to be some crazy, awesome uh, OC character generation stuff, though, yeah. Yes, Dawn Forgecast, look it up on YouTube, they're great, uh, they do a lot of fun stuff. They've been making me really uh, uh, crave uh, the new Pathfinder game uh, that is effectively their version of Spelljammer. Starfinder, yeah. Starfinder, yeah, oh, it, looks, it looks really good. Um... Anyways, yeah, but yeah, uh, go check them up. Go check them out. We appreciate them, and we'll be doing stuff with them tomorrow. And be on the lookout for that at the end of the month. It's going to be on the 29th ninth uh, at two p.m. Eastern, which is going to be five hours before our normal vampire stream. So on the 29th ninth, it's going to be a day of Vampire the Masquerade, basically. For, mm-hmm. If we're still doing Vampire that time, but we'll see. Anyways, <laughs> um, so yeah, check that out. We appreciate them. We appreciate all of you, and we'll see you all next time. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Later. Goodbye.